All right, everybody, I got a question for you. What would be better than sitting around talking about a favorite movie of yours with a good friend? I mean, reliving the memories, the laughs, the good times, the action. Well, let me tell you what is better than that. And that is sitting down with the two people who starred in the movie that made it so great for you. So sit back and relax, and I hope you enjoy the show this week. We've got Catherine Mary Stewart and Lance Guest, and we're talking about The Last Starfighter. Here we go. Hey, everybody. This is Chris reminding you to follow us everywhere where you get your favorite podcast at. We are on iHeartRadio. We are at Amazon Music, Google Music. We are at Anger.fm, and we are hosted. Most of all, we are on iTunes and Spotify. Please make sure when you listen to us on iTunes and Spotify to give us a five-star rating and leave us a review. It does help a lot in the ratings. It's very much appreciated. I've also been asked, hey, how can I help support the show? Well, there's two different ways you can do that. Actually, three. The first two ways are we have on the Anchor.fm site that we're hosted on a button that says Support Podcast. You can there press that button and donate any number of money that you like, whether it be a dollar, two dollars, ten dollars, whatever you feel like doing. I've also signed up for Buy Me a Coffee. If you go to the Instagram page for Retro Life for You, there is a link there in the profile where you can buy me a virtual coffee, and it's you supporting the podcast and helping us keeping things going. The third and most important way, though, is word of mouth and telling your friends and family about the show and sharing us with everybody. That is a huge help all on its own. Everything you do is appreciated, and it will help the podcast go a long, long way. Thanks for being our listeners and supporters. Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast, Retro Life for You. My name is Chris Adams, host of the show. Off to my right here, on my screen anyway, is Travis Rollins. He's back to the party again. It's been a while for him, but he is. Uh, he said he would not miss this show, and if I tried to keep him out of it, if I tried to keep no. him out, he would threaten bodily harm and find where I actually live. <laughs> and come do this. Uh, and as everybody can see, if you're watching the video, instead of listening to the audio, at the bottom of the screen here, we have Catherine Mary Stewart, and we have Mr. Lance Guest. We are talking today, The Last Starfighter. Uh, yeah, on Super Bowl Sunday. On Super Bowl this is this is kind of a Super Bowl for for Retro Life. This is like this is our this is our biggest show. Who needs foosball? <laughs> Mama said foosball was the devil anyway, right? So That's right. We're gonna the we're first movie, movie I ever there. auditioned for was about foosball in 1980. Was it really? It's called I have never heard of that. That's cool though. I was to play Le- Leif Garrett's wacky friend, I think. Ah, Leif Garrett. I was... That's a name I haven't heard in 1980, a while. baby. For probably for Did you get it? Is what I wanted to Oh, no, no, no. No, I'm, no, no. Well, I'm I didn't a... want to do it. <laughs> was, it even, was it even made into a movie? What happened? I think, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Uh, we'll what's her name? Look, uh, look for it. The girl, the young girl from uh, Days of Heaven. She was in it also. Uh, That's awesome, because in prep for in prep for this, uh, me watch. I did kind of the same thing to you that I did to Catherine, which would it made it, it made for an awesome interview because we got to talk about the apple more, which she kind of flies past most of the time. But it, was, it turns out it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it turns out it's super cool. But uh, I, I had saw uh, another interview with you where you couldn't quite recall what your very first 
on because you did a lot of theater uh, early on, right? And and uh, it was a uh, it was uh, a western. Oh, I just saw this last night too, and I can't remember. But you were you were bouncing back and forth between whether it was a western or not. So there was a western that you auditioned for, yeah, back in back early on. Lance, uh, yes, maybe. It was, uh, it was, I think it was, I. <laughs> you know, I remember auditioning yeah, for the, the TV. You remembered it. <laughs> no, 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 I think I, I think I remember auditioning for the TV movie of like Gunsmoke, you know, which is what our family used to watch all the time. We used to watch it may have been what it was. That's probably yeah. what it was. That's yeah. yeah. it. We can't expect you to remember though, because I did read something just a moment ago that you said the last Starfighter was a blur, and that you. <laughs> yeah, I said it was a blur. You you were quoted saying it was a blur to you right now. You don't remember a lot of it, but yeah. things are coming back and everything. Well, uh, I actually what I think what I meant to say is that th th there was only thirty eight days of actual shooting. You know, in like a week of pickups. So that's insane for a hundred and ten minute movie. Hundred and fifteen, yeah. however long it is. Yeah. So uh, we, I did, we, I did we didn't have enough. Movie. We didn't have enough time for a lot of like shenanigans or any kind of you know weird hijinks or weird things. It was just like get it done, you know, because it was pretty fast. It was See, they robbed you of the fun of practical jokes and everything. How could yeah. they do that? Well, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, money's at stake. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. It's funny too. It's funny because I, I was wondering. If if the little brother rocking around with at the very beginning where he's shooting everything with his little his little sucker gun, if that ever got to be a thing on the stage, like, <laughs> like if that got to be some of the shenanigans. It was very little uh, very little, you know, extra other than like shoot dialogue boom next, you know. So there was not a So did that add to question about that, did that add to um because I know both of you Neither of you I th I expected The Last Starfighter to become as big as it was at the time, nor such a cult classic that it is today. Did that add to the surprise to you, the fact that it just happened such a whirlwind? Um, I, to to I, expect that it got as huge as it is? Well, actually, we we kind of expected it to be a little a little more when it first came out, and it first came out. Really? And, and oh yeah, it was three three weeks in the theater, and it was like, okay, it's done. Bye. Oh and man! I was like, at least didn't, it was in L.A. Didn't yeah. Star Wars come out just right after it, or something like that, or the just, Jedi? Was, something came out. We returned oh, to the Jedi. Yeah. That was, I think, Jedi was either eighty-three or eighty-four. I think it was eighty-three. It might have been up yeah. before it. it might have been. But you guys are kind of, but you guys are kind of playing off like Star Wars being a space movie. You know, yeah. they were calling it a space opera or something. They called it. I don't know why they called it that, but. Uh, I mean, it, you, you kind of feel like you know, you had there was there was success with Star Wars, success with the Buck Rogers or Battlestar Galactica. This should do equally as well. Uh, yeah, it is. It had a good story to it. It was fun. Mm. I think people like to the, discover it. Go ahead, go yeah. ahead, Kat. Oh, I was just going to say the the difference is that it's not in the future. It's now, and the characters mm -hmm. are relatable, and mm -hmm. you know they're like real people that you can. I think that the young audience or say they sort of look at it and and maybe think what is possible you know because they can relate to the characters they you know what i'm saying so that was Absolutely. the difference yes there's a, a outer space um theme in there but what I, for me anyway sort of grounds it more is the fact that it's like real people now right yeah <laughs> I remember yeah, yeah. watching it as a kid too, and it's just, like you—you you wanted to be, you wanted to be somebody in there, anybody. 
So it was so cool. <laughs> the guy with all the noses, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want to be <laughs> but it's like well, I mean, to me, Lab, I, know, I guess we're like iconic for kids, you know. Right. It's, I guess it's like too. wow. <laughs> it was, and the way I put that question too, I guess it, it came in too without any kind of preface because uh, again we've talked to, to Kathy before, and now we're I've, like I said, you know, watching prior interviews with with you, Lance, um, and seeing you speak about the movie so much and how um, you know the fans are endearing to y'all because like we're all diehard and it's just, like I said, it's just this big old yeah. cult thing, and um, I, I should have asked you where where, where your expectations would have been or would you have thought back then that it would still be as huge as it is today i was joking with with chris i said i've got a question i, I said i definitely have a question now H how cool does it feel to know that on amazon prime <laughs> the last starfighter is a 15 dollars digital purpose purchase but rocky four is included it's free <laughs> <laughs> rocky four wow I, I did not know that <laughs> you, 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 that deal you have to pay for the good stuff. I don't think we could pay, but um, yeah. I think that's awesome. I think that's totally that's, awesome. That's great. I mean, to tell you the truth, I've I've always liked cult type movies. I've always liked movies that are undiscovered or or un where they don't you know jam it down your throat like this is going to be a hit. And uh, and I was kind of pleased that ours that people basically they came upon it. You know they. They were looking and they're like, oh, okay, this sounds good. And then they're like, whoa, how come we've never heard of this? You know, mm -hmm. and that that's, it's, it's a different um, sort of process of somebody liking something. If, if they, they feel like they've kind of done a little bit of, they feel more original, you know, mm -hmm. they've discovered so, it. It's not yeah. like everybody else loves this movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. we're very appreciative yeah. of, of those people because I'm those people. So I, I, I like that. <laughs> I like that too. Yeah. You know, so. yeah, sure. I, I've showed it to some of the younger people before, try to get them to watch it. We've been everything. And they're like, and, and this is not a knock on the movie at any means because this was cutting edge at the time, you know? Yeah. And they're like, and look how it's shot. Where's the CGI? Where's this? <laughs> yeah. Where, I, there was no CGI back then. This was, this yeah, was invented, you know? Three we invented it, but then, we they're, invented they're it, baby. So not exposed, us. <laughs> they're so exposed to just like in your face stuff that. You know that it's kind of hyper senses are just on all the time, and and this is something that has that. And of course, the CGI is is kind of dated, but oh, yeah. there's mm -hmm. a great history to it. But it's still like again, it's kind of a story that you don't see anymore about kids with a story arc. You know, they go from one place to another, and and it's relatable. It's it's too bad, really, that there aren't more more. Movies like that, I think yeah, it is. I had a, a a guy on with me once here talking before. His name is Mark Anthony Austin, I believe. He is a special effects guy, and he's he's done a little bit of acting here and there, just the small parts. But we talked about the special effects and things like CGI or the old ways of because he did some work on Star Wars in uh, 1997 when it was re-released at the theater, and that the the, the type of uh, stuff they did then, plus what they did on Star Wars before with the 3D modeling and having big giant sets of a 3D model with your X-wing fighter on a cable going through chasing something, but on film it looks like so awesome, like you were there yeah. in space. Ooh. Something about that feel of that type of stuff is just so much better sometimes versus you know your CGI and what you can do. Well, they had so much practice. I mean, that they've been doing that for a while. You know, they've mm -hmm. been doing that process for they kind of had it down. Did you guys yeah. see the, yeah. the the Skywalker, uh, the Lucas 
the documentary. I think it was in three parts or something or five parts or something. Oh, I've not yeah. seen that. Would, uh, I have not seen that. Called? It's called, uh, you know, uh, um, ILM. It was just, the, it was basically the ILM story. I've seen cool. parts of it, but not all of it. I've seen parts of it. Mm. Yeah, they, they, what, I, what I did see was pretty cool, though. Uh, yeah. I was yeah. just wondering now. Are you guys going to help me out here because I don't want I don't want to butcher the man's name. Uh, he's such a good actor and everything. Dan O'Herlihy or O'Herlihy. Herlihy. Oh, Herlihy. O'Herlihy. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. What was it like? What was it like working with Robert Preston and Dan O'Herlihy? I mean, seasoned uh, actors and everything, and well, uh, icon iconic actors. Both yeah. Of them. Yeah. I, I for 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 uh, Robert Preston was just uh, pretty kind of surreal for me because I was, you know, I was one of those kids that I met, you know, I'd learn, I'd listen to records and, you know, I did musical theater in, in uh, high school. And, and uh, so I knew about the music man and I used to, you know, I memorized that whole trouble in river city, that whole rap that he does. And, uh, and, you know, that was a cool thing to know, like, cause there was so many words. It was cool to do that. And so you sort of, I don't know, you, when you're doing it, you sort of become that guy, you know, like when you're an actor and you, you have a, you know, you're, you're doing a performance of somebody else. And it just was odd because like I, even though I didn't know him, I had sort of, I didn't do that show in high you, school. I just you remember, you didn't know I learned the whole <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Kind of living in his shoes, feeling like you kind of, not, it's, I would think that would be kind of surreal. Yeah. Act it was, it was surreal, like you, yeah. You embody that and then to meet that, it's, yeah, that would be, I could imagine that would be kind of wild. And he, he is a, a, a pretty much bigger than life was bigger than life person you know i mean he is a very uh, theatrical kind of guy you know he's mm -hmm. very very expressive in everything he said always it always seemed to have a lot of weight in everything he did he wasn't like this you know shy sort of <laughs> <laughs> retiring fellow he's a very robust guy he's sort of exactly like his characters that he plays in a way yeah. you know he's when you meet i mean i I didn't get to work with him, sadly, but I did meet him when we were doing some um, pickup shots at the studio and he was leaving when I arrived and I was introduced to him. So I was really grateful for that. I may have, I don't know how much we talked about all this before, but he literally came up to me and he kissed my hand and it was all very theatrical. And I was just like starstruck. <laughs> he literally had this like glow, sort of this golden glow around him. So I was grateful to have been able to at least meet him because I was never in a scene with him as opposed awesome. to my friend Lance here who I uh yeah it's it was it was just wild I mean I you know I when I say things were a blur it was it was it was mostly because I was because I was pretty much in every scene and sometimes I was on both sides of the you know I was on both sides of the scenes when I was playing the other guy right. and <laughs> band. <laughs> and I just was so sort of laser focused on stuff that I didn't, there was not a lot of downtime for me to reflect on like, wow, this is really cool to be doing this. You know what I mean? Cause I was it's like, mm. you know, pedal to the metal kind of all the time. So when I said it was, it was a blur, it doesn't like, mean I was like, eh, you know, one of your first movies, right? I mean, yeah. we were very young as well. So we were both, well, I can totally speak for myself, but I was like a, a sponge you know I was so happy to be there and I was you know checking everything out it was it was like a dream um you, you really for me anyway in that situation you're just sort of living in the moment and you're not thinking about oh I wonder what's going to happen with this movie yeah. or or anything it was just literally 
I was so happy to be there. I was having so much fun. It was such a great community of people working on it who are very, very enthusiastic about it and all quite young as well. And so it, it is kind of a blur because you're just, you're young and you're just getting started in the business in Hollywood. And um, yeah, it's, it's uh, wild. That, that's a, that's a great, uh, that's, that's a great explanation, but it's also a great segue into one of the, the questions that I most wanted to ask the two of to get both of your perspectives from it. Um, <clears throat> with, with everything that you just built upon, Mm-hmm. What what do you two think contributed to the longevity of Yaz's closeness inside of your friendship? We don't see that a lot, or at least mm-hmm. at least celebrities don't talk about it a lot. And you know, you guys meet on this movie at this young age in, in this whirlwind, caught up starting in this you know whirlwind of a life of acting, and but you've remained such close friends. I see both of you, you know talk about how you still speak to each other nearly weekly or, or like every time we do how did we build that in this uh, business because uh, that, that seems pretty unique to me uh yeah yeah it is uh, it's it's i mean there's all kinds of funny stories we can we can tell like about the time that like we i showed up at your at your apartment building and and my wife's uh uh sort of i don't know stepmother in lars whatever it's her her this woman she's related to is lives in the same building. And uh, it was like the doorman goes, you know that you're from the last starfighter, right? Yeah. Well, you know that, that girl he did the movie with, she lives on the blank floor. And I was like, are you kidding me? You didn't even know. It's like New York City. This was like 25 years ago. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, I find that like in most of the, so a lot of the earlier movies that I did, I'm still friends with a lot of the people, but there was a period where we were all like young actors in LA and and working all the time and you sort of lose touch with people. So we hadn't, I mean, how old, how, how old is Jack now? He's, he's on almost 19. So it, yeah, it was about 20 years ago. And, and that was like 10 years after we'd done the movie. So we'd sort of lost touch. And then the yeah. doorman says, you know, Lance Guest is here. He'd like to come up and say hi. I'm like, what? Y'all kind of went off and then matured separately mm-hmm. into your lives and then kind of came back together. And just after you reconnected, the bro sis thing kind of just clicked again, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I was living in New York. He was living in L.A. I mean, the chances of this happening are like minuscule, you know, so it was that it reconnected us. And, uh, you know, he well, Lance is out in New York. He's done some a lot of work out here as well. And he comes out to New York every once in a while. And I go to L.A., you know, pretty much annually, whatever. So we always make a point of seeing each other. We, we're always sort of in touch. And we do a lot of conventions together, too. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, that, that actually reminds me of something I was looking at just earlier. I'll go ahead and pull it back on my screen over here. Uh, I believe it was a retro game con y'all went to in Houston. Yes. Yeah, right. So was that recent this year? I mean, I, I see a date on here, but it doesn't. I'm not sure if it was this year or last year. That was this year. This that year. Okay, this year. so is was that. Was it this year or last yeah. year? It's oh no! A, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. It was late in oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because they put January. It's January thirty-first. Is the date? Is the the timestamp for the date on here? And the time twelve forty-one. But I'm just wondering: okay. is that an actual playable arcade game you're standing by of the last? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Really. 
Yeah. Some guy, he, wow. they, they, they ran down the, 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 the cabinet. They, they were able to run down the, the, the perfect cabinet, the replica of the cabinet. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm not exact here, but it's, they probably would go, oh, no, it's absolutely the blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> some guy who was a physician, he's a doctor, and he's, yes. just, he's this guy. And he's like, yeah, I, I, built the, you know, I built the game. And I was like, how do, you, how do you find time and build a you know, game out of nothing, you know? And he, no he said, well, you know, I just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Just happened. Yeah, I mean, I had some time. I did a thing, and yeah, and there's like this incredibly, you know, busy surgeon. I forget what he, what kind of surgeon he is, but it was just like, oh, but yeah. you know, obviously <laughs> fans come from totally, all over. Yeah, really humble guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah he's a great guy. Yeah. So yeah, it's, just... uh, and it's you know, all he had to work with was was a a graphic of something that was not. A game. It was just. It was. A, it was a graphic that they. What would a game look like if you played it? Well, it would do this and do this and do this. Mm -hmm. But it's the same graphic. It's not like. It's not like I played a game on the show. I played to, essentially, play a video playback of, the the thing. You know. So that's that's all the clues he had as far as, you know what. That's awesome. And he made yeah, a whole entire like, game with levels. Entire game out of it, yeah. I'm looking, Travis, at the picture right now. I'll send it to you later. Uh, it's They're standing next to it with this guy here that uh, that I guess somebody that made it. Maybe the guy that made it. I don't know. Is it, the name shown here is Brett Weiss. I don't know if that's the guy or not that made it. But, um, I don't remember his he name. He might have been. It, the, I, I think there was two people involved. One of them was the cabinet and one of them was the uh, – was the uh was did the you know the, the guts of the machine yeah so it might have been at the time when the movie came out they said that that type of stuff for games wasn't even available then you couldn't make a game like that in the arcade no and no. that's so that technology was we had the kung fu then, we had kung fu with the little guys that walk across and do like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had that. We had that, so, so so to come back later like you said on just what little knowledge you have and make this is really pretty amazing i thought i thought it looked pretty cool yeah. So I was just wondering though if it was actually playable, if it was just for looks. No, no, no. It's they really, they really did it up. They really did up. I was always worried that you know the guys were kind of rough on it, you know, because like that's what you do in a video. You, you know, bang it around, bang it around, mm -hmm. get into it, right? The circuitry. Yeah. I, I'm always like, eh, be careful, you don't, you know. But the guy's like, no, no, no. That's the way you're supposed to play the game. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, if he's good enough to build it, he's good enough to repair the little the little handle. There you go. Sure. There you go. That's good. Yeah. Uh, you guys, uh, like you said, like Travis said, being good friends and everything today still, did you take to each other pretty well at the start of the movie? Like, did you have a good um, chemistry with each other, I guess, starting off with the movie? We hated each other. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with her? <laughs> Could you not have got me somebody better, okay? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, they, oh they, my God. when you audition, they, they do these kind of chemistry auditions they they'll pair you with somebody so um i think yeah i mean obviously they thought when they cast us that that we would get along and they were right yeah Good. yeah i remember <laughs> it was funny remember we yes. went to the soda we went to the soda fountain remember after we got cast yeah. we we had like yeah. a soda fountain date a very you know alex yeah. and maggie kind of thing we went to some place in <laughs> santa monica yeah and just to fun. get to kind of get to know each other you know because and, and talk about the script and all yeah what were you gonna say what's funny is i think it was cafe it was cafe 50s in santa monica remember cafe 50s yeah yeah and then, and then I, they I don't remember the, where we went but i remember that place yeah well, they did Back to the Future, and they had Cafe oh, yeah. 
they had that thing, and then they had Cafe Eighties in the second back, which was kind of right. I'm sure you guys have seen Back of the Future, so oh, oh, yeah. I've, heard <laughs> I've heard of it. Oh, that's your dog. I was wondering which dog. which, which really? dog was like. Hey, mine's a Chihuahua. Mine can't get that loud. <laughs> Speak, speaking to that and, and being kids too, and we y'all were talking about you know absorbing as much as you could and everything. Uh, for, for this, for Lance, where, where were you drawn? Were you drawn from some teenage angst when you got the, at the beginning of the movie when you got the rejection letter? And because you had, dude, the look on your face, like I, I just rewatched the movie this early this morning. I'm told Chris, I'm like, I'm going to rewatch it right now, even though I watched it probably three months ago. But, um, well, the, I- the look of disgust and, and, and not caring, like it was so perfect, but then. You can still even see it when you're, you know, you're going to, you're further than you, you're about to hit the high score. And it still just looks like, it looks like he's just pissed and he doesn't care. But then as soon as you hit the high score, it's like, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> and where were you? And that was so good. And it was like, I'm like, dude, that's just so, like, we don't, we, I've never appreciated how realistic that teenage angst in that, pre, in that, in those scenes were, you know? Well, they had the, all I in guess, his eyes, right? Yeah, sure. his eyes and the way his mouth. I'm sorry, just, I just I was just thinking about that, but you've got these eyes. Look at them; they're beautiful <laughs> and so expressive, <laughs> so expressive. And I remember thinking, "Wow, that's such subtle acting." I mean, shouldn't you be doing more or something? But you're right; it's all. It, we, yeah, it, it, the face and the mouth, like his mouth was your mouth was pursed, or or, or like your your jaw was clenched, and your. Like, you don't appreciate that stuff, I guess, in the moment. But then, like, going back and the more and more I review and the more I get into Chris with, like, actually breaking down and analyzing things and and being the nerds that we all love to be, you start recognizing things like that. And it, it really is. It's like, wow, that, that really was some amazing acting, even though y'all were young and, and starting and everything. Well, I think any any anybody that I – mean, the key to to all acting is understanding the stakes – of you know the stakes of the situation and and in that case you know he's a guy that's you know this is this is the this is the thing he does really well that sort of takes him away from this fairly dreary uh, mm-hmm. existence and it's this uh you know and he knows he's like i you know i deserve to be i want to be better than he was mad than, he wasn't just disappointed yeah. he was and i think it came on the tails of, of like you know what's his name uh jack uh, Blake dropping you off in the pickup truck. He's like honking his horn. He's like, hey, you know, <laughs> yes, he's like, yeah, yes. that guy. Because the guy of said, like, "Where's Meg? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, where's Meg?" Yeah. And he's like, "I don't know. I guess she's off having fun." And like, <laughs> dude, like that scene just hit me so hard. I'm like, yeah. That's also funny. Like, did you draw from any? Like, did you have some some teenage um, things that you were drawing from at that moment? Sure. I mean, I, stuff going I, on. I with guess you? so. I just, I, I just knew that. I just knew that that you know Alex has definitely been he's been wronged here you know and you just kind of you kind of push the pedal to the metal until the director tells you okay that's too much you know you so you so in my case I, I try to do it as realistically as it would be sometimes the director's like oh, I don't know what you're doing do more and sometimes they're like okay don't do so much so so okay. I, I, you know you, you sort of get used to I mean I'd been acting at that time for probably almost probably eight years you know pretty seriously um and I just, you know, you just, you try to give it as much as you can. Um, Did you find yourself having to pull, would you have at that time with you, um, when, when you start now having so much uh, stage 
um, experience? Did you find yourself having to pull? Because I know I hear a lot of times that yeah. Tesco have to pull back from what they're doing. Because a lot not of times I'm over at them. Not you. Yeah, not me because I, I tend to sort of underplay everything. And you know, okay. I, I, you're very much aware of the, the fact that the camera's like right here. So you don't feel compelled to, you know. I got you. Okay. Really do that stuff and perform yeah. to the back of the house yeah, yeah. Right. Nick was always like come on Lance I need more I need more it's just you know it can't be that uh, and, can't be uh, that subtle <laughs> and you know it, it's funny how you notice little things as many times as you've watched something you can watch something one time or in my case you can watch movies that you really like 500 times it's probably mm-hmm. exaggeration but I mean so I, I rewatched this last night I own this on Voodoo so I've, I've watched it quite often actually uh, but I just noticed last night uh, for the first time, and I don't know why it caught my attention, the very scene he was talking about, you were mad, you threw the letter at the sign, it pans back out, you can see the sky. And I noticed last night what looked like a shooting star coming down through the sky. And I'm thinking now, now I'm thinking little subtleties. Is that a shooting star or is that Centauri arriving in the star car? Mm-hmm. See, I just, I never picked up on that until <laughs> just last night. It's little things that make a difference mm. in the movie sometimes. And yeah. I'm like, how could I have never noticed that? Because, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's like, it's not, when it pans out, there's there's like, you, you're seeing where the game is in the background. There's you there still mad. There's a wide open sky. And I guess you don't know what to pay attention to at the point when you're watching it. But just last night, I happened to pay attention to the sky, I guess, and there it goes. I'm like, what? Well, how did I ever miss that? That's, that's that's actually pretty awesome. The little subtleness like that really sticks with you. Well, in the in the reshoots, we did the. I mean, I don't. You guys wouldn't know that this is a reshoot, but when uh, Beta takes his head off, mm-hmm. Beta takes his head off and he sets it on the thing, and at the very end of the scene, he looks out the window and he sees this thing go. Shh, shh. Yes. Right. right. So that's, you know, I do remember. I do. I did notice that one. I do remember that one. And Travis, if I'm not mistaken, speaking of the scene he's talking about taking the head off and cleaning the head. Did you have a question about that? You were a little, you were a little bit humored by the boy, by the little brother. I did. I did have a question about that. Going back to your acting, I wanted to know. <laughs> Cause it looked like you were trying everything within you to hold it in when he comes off the, he comes off the bunk bed and he's like, what the shit? Yeah. And you're like, hey, go to bed. I'm going to turn mine where your playboys are. Did, did, you, did you have to reshoot that? Was that a single take? How many times did you have to shoot that? Because <laughs> um, it looked like you were about to bust. I can't remember. We, 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 didn't, we weren't able to reshoot much, you know. Right? We got, got like two or three takes, you know. Um, uh, did I, that I, crack you up in the moment? Was, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I had to, you know, you got to stay little in kid was like, he had this pop today on. I was like, I just died. <laughs> Uh, I can't remember. You know, they do that in the reverse. So he might have he might have just been off camera. So he might not have oh, done okay. that in the in the in the scene that I shot. You know. So oh, that, okay. You know, that's so y'all may so scenes with you and him too may have been separate. Like it didn't even happen with well, y'all. It roughly happens around the same time. But especially when you're working with kids, uh, they got to shoot the kids out because the kids got to go to school. Right, so and then they only times, have a certain amount of time that they're allowed to be allowed yeah. to work too. Yeah, because of the labor laws or whatever. Yeah, so a lot of times they shoot the kids out first, and I'm just, you know, I'm just off camera. I'm just feeding the lines and everything. And and then when he does it for me, sometimes sometimes 
there's a kid and sometimes there's not a kid. Sometimes there's the director or somebody else that feeds oh. the line because the kids are in, you know, in school. I have a kind of a funny story to tell you about this. And I don't know if it's, I did another movie called the wizard of loneliness. And uh, our first AD was a guy that was, um, he'd been in the hell's angels and he had a, you know, the SS, you know, tattoos and big, big, huge, giant, big beard, you know, that's big loud voice. And uh, there's a shotgun that we, he, we used in the show and he just carried the shotgun wherever he went. Cause I'm in charge of the gun. All right. You know? And so he's a really tough guy, but a good AD, a really good AD. His name's Chuck. And uh, at one point I did a scene with Lucas Haas and Lucas was 12 years old and he plays this kind of, you know, shy sort of angry little kid. And uh, Lucas was out doing, doing school. And so I had the scene where I have to, I'm yelling at him saying, what happened? How can you let your little brother go or whatever? And, and his lines are like, everybody picks on me. I'm the little, you know, the monster that does everything. And so Lucas is gone. <laughs> so on my, on my reverse, it was Chuck. So they sort of squeeze Chuck. He's a big guy. He's like six three, maybe three hundred pounds. The gun. And he's got his gun. gun. And he's and he's got his. He's, he's going. I'm the little monster that everybody picks on. <laughs> it was it was a it was some biker acting. It was some awesome. That was so awesome. Good, yeah, good acting on your part. One of my favorite stories. There, there's always. I can envision that. I grew I grew up around those kind of people, so I can yeah. totally envision that and then totally. seeing them acting silly. So that's, uh, there's always something that so we brought up with Catherine when she was on with us for about weekend at Bernie's. I asked her, how does she ever keep a straight face on set? Because <laughs> I would be laughing the entire time of that movie because just because Jerry Kaiser being dead and yeah. the little subtleties of everything happening and also stuff like that really, I mean, I, I would be a terrible actor. I couldn't it, Stuff like that too is what kills me too. Like, yeah, do yeah. I mean, I don't even you 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 know you've got to know what the Bernie is. So you guys are still such huge parts of pop culture and that right now from stuff that y'all did decades ago. You they call it the Bernie where they lean back and they do the the little dance that they do. You know, uh -huh. you it's called the Bernie yeah. from Weekend at Bernie's. So it's like we the Bernie's too. Two, yeah, two. Wait, wait, we get, yeah. Weekend at Bernie's too. Yeah. So, oh Lord, I told you it was gonna happen, Chris. I got too excited. I'm not everything off of my shelf. Here. I, it's, it's hard to get good help these days. Really <laughs> I get overly excited. My ADD goes crazy when I get in. When I get in talking about stuff that I love and I nerd out. Yeah, but yeah, you know. I, I love yeah. the fact that, that you guys are still just such a huge part. You're such a huge part of my childhood, and then my ten year old son. You're getting to still be part of his childhood, and he doesn't even know it. I'm like, oh, you don't. Hey, well, let come here. Let me show you what the Bernie come from, dude. And then it goes into, oh, you talking yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, Dad? You know, for the podcast. I'm like, bro, get, my DV, my Blu-ray case of the Last Starfighter is right here. I don't <laughs> zoom in on it, but you know. So I'm like, it's it's them, dude. So I I, I love that about about what y'all created uh, through through you your bring work. Bring him in. Yeah. You should bring in your kid. I'll, I'll go grab him. I'll go grab him. <laughs> He'll be like, oh, you don't my have to, God. You don't have to, you don't have to yeah. twist his arm too much. Travis, yeah, Travis, no Travis too much anything you ask, probably. Yeah. If you tell to turn the camera sideways do a cartwheel, we'll see if you do that next. Yeah. It's funny because my son, when he was in school, he did this thing. They had this African dance program. Mm -hmm. And when he, I think it was maybe when he graduated in high yeah. school, um, they all got to do like a little solo. 
guess what he did? Was it was the it Bernie? <laughs> he did the Bernie. That's that hilarious. Like, what? That is hilarious. A little tip of the hat, I guess, to his mother. He would never admit it, you know, out loud. But <laughs> I was like, he's doing the Bernie. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was kind of tickled by that. That's good. That, was, that is cool. That is <laughs> high art. Yeah. High art. What would balance sheet? He play, he's playing Apex with no shirt on. He don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. He's like, I'm busy, Dad. I'm, 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 I'm in the, I'm in the, whatever he's in. Yeah, I'm in the, yeah. I'm in the what, zone you're doing right that now. podcast again? Yeah. Right. Doing the again? Yeah. I'm in the zone, the kids Dad. Are Just very, stop it. Very humbling. They're we're very getting, humbling. We're getting close to Lance having to leave us. Let's, do you want to um, ask the question that well, you had? There is something that we that we, we we harassed her last time she was here. We got to harass you about this too. Now, there's always the possibility. Of a sequel, and we talked to her about it and everything. You know, we know it's been reported before. They kick it around and everything. Nothing solid, and we know how all that goes. And everything. So, if it comes to the point to where they finally agree to do it, are you open for doing a sequel that is set further down the road, not like um, where somebody remakes it and you get like a, you know, five minute appearance, you know, in it or something. But I mean, something just down the road that includes both of you guys. Like you spent your life on Rylos and building things up, and now you're this is happening in the future. Well, I mean, I, we know about the, obviously we know that they're that they're they're they want to do it. They want to they want to they want to make it, and uh, it's just a matter of you know pulling the trigger. And uh, you know, we, I I would do it absolutely. What do you think would work? What do you think would work better? Would it be a sequel movie or giving it the Cobra Kai treatment? Make something with Netflix as a series and call it Starfighter or something. I mean, that's a that's a hard thing to call. It's a hard call because I, um, I I I think I think I think there is there is definitely a story. There is there there, there there's more story to be told. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I I don't I hadn't thought about the TV show. I think they were kicking around a TV show about ten years ago or fifteen years ago or something like that. Um, and I think they decided that a, a feature was was going to be the. the I mean, I, I was thinking personally, make a sequel movie and have you guys in it. We are years down the road, and you, you've got kids and everything at this point or something. And I believe she pointed out last time. I think she said grandkids would be there probably too. Great grandkids, yeah. As a running joke and everything, but I mean, y'all have kids and the kids want like your kid can be a starfighter or something there. But have a sequel, build off of that, let people enjoy it. But at the same time, they could always go back and uh, you know bring in younger people and do uh, some kind of a Netflix or Amazon kind of thing where they make a starfighter series based on what happened after you both went to Rylos and your story from there. I mean, they yeah. could bring into it just kind of like they did with uh, the Lord of the Rings deal with their rings and bringing in younger people to do different story of it and everything. But still, same people. Well, I want to do characters. I mean, so. <laughs> I'd want to do. I mean, yeah. I you know, I think yeah. there's more. I think there's more. Uh, there's more to be told. I think there's more. Yeah, and I, it would I would be love great. that too. I, I, I'm, I'm just sorry. Saying, sorry. I, I, there's a little bit of a delay here, but um, uh, yeah, for, I, I agree with you 100%, Chris. It would be so much fun to do like a uh, a sequel, 
And then from that, build on a series, and then we'd be working steadily. Then we'd be working all the time. <laughs> right. right. That would and be great. Be- I love that Cobra Kai figured that out, and that's a great precedent to set. And, and, and and there's been so many things that followed suit. I wouldn't have went with the choice that Chris went with on the example just because I'm a Tolkien fan and I don't appreciate that one. But, <laughs> but, but mm-hmm. everything else, like there's so much stuff that they're doing, like, um, and then they brought back, and we, we know that culture does keep doing this weird loop too. The, the new Wednesday program that they've done is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've uh, Willow is amazing. I love Willow. And they've brought back, I'm hoping Val, I know Val, would, they brought him in the Top Gun thing, so I'm hoping they're going to bring Val in some kind of way uh, in Willow oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at some point. But, you know, they've got everybody that played, you know, Bat Morta and everyone from, from the movies, too, kind of doing these little key roles here and there, too. So I, I mm-hmm. think they can make it work for sure, and I would love to see something like that. Like you said, you know, they really it, the list is it's just growing how they're doing all that stuff now, too. Yeah, I, I'm I'm for it. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Yeah. It's official. Mm-hmm. All right. We got we got That's what we're going to start campaigning for. And- <laughs> That's right. Well, so I'm, really glad you guys, I'm really glad you guys like all this stuff. I'm I'm really it really makes us feel good, you know, like uh, that you're really that enthusiastic because I you know I know what I know what it's like to love movies my own self, you know, like mm-hmm. when I was growing up. You, I, there's movies now that I absolutely love that I'm just sort of geek out about and stuff. So it's, absolutely. so it's, it's really means a lot to us, you know? Well, thank it you. So it, absolutely. It's so, thank, it means so much to us too. Is is I am one. So I can say it. It means so much to us as nerds. To dog. <laughs> you know? Everybody's it a means, nerd. It means so much to us too that, that, you know, the celebrities like you, take the time to do to, to talk to us to, to come on and take time out of your day and come on here and spend some time with us and and we end up we we felt we knew in our hearts and she told us it was going to be this way with you too Lance but like it feels like you know our time with you we're almost at an hour already we're you know 45 minutes and it just feels like we've been talking for five minutes it's just like it's yeah. so so yeah. awesome how just you know you guys speak to us you don't have these um you're not throwing regurgitated answers out like a lot of stuff that you see that's just like this standard line of questioning and these standard answers to get through the thing. So, you know what I mean? We love the fact that you guys actually interact and are, are personable with us too. Well, I mean, it's to you too. It's your, it's your, your interview style is, is, you know, we, we know what the it's same old questions are and you yeah, guys, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you guys are not doing the same old questions. So, I mean, there's obviously, yeah, a few. which is good. And, and, so, yeah. <laughs> And also, I mean, the reason that we exist is because of the audience, right? So yeah. that, yeah. and so when you say we're so happy you took the time, ready? Well, I mean, I, I, personally, I'm just grateful that you're asking us to do it, really, and and you really, truly are the reason we're here. So we have to appreciate that, and and it's fun. You guys are fun. Yeah, well, you did. You asked no, great questions. We definitely appreciate that. There were a lot of movies in the eighties that everybody thought, Oh, well, this is going to be the real big deal, you know, and there's no, there's no lasting, uh, you know, shows about that. You know what I mean? There's no, right. We don't all the, I'll remember all those ones that was like, Oh, did you get cast in that? Did you go, did you go up for that movie and that movie and that movie? And they're supposed to be these really big deals. And you know, a lot of them were kind of like, eh. 
They don't have have people 20, 35, 40 years later going, oh, my God, now did you know? So. Yeah. Right. We appreciate you guys a lot. Well, I, I, well, we touched on it briefly, uh, Catherine, with you last time you were here. I want to go back mm-hmm. over with you again and ask me the same question. And as I said before, I, I told you, uh, I hope it was you or if it was your wife, an email I spoke with. Uh, I said I'd keep you about 45 minutes and give you a few extra minutes to get ready to go. So I want to ask you one more question. All right. Uh, it's about the movie and everything. Favorite scene that you were in? I know, I think, I know what Catherine's is. I think she told us last time. I can't remember for sure. But we'll start with her. Get her favorite scene. Then I want to get what yours is as well. So start with me. Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah. So yeah, I it's it's sort of a sequence of scenes, but I think my favorite sequence is when we're at the lake and we're making out, and yeah. he's the beta unit, and he's so <laughs> awkward, and I'm so frustrated because he, you know, he's not. He's acting weird, and then he starts repeating what Jack is saying. <laughs> Should I talk dirty to you now? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> and, then, and then the Zandozan comes, and that whole sequence, I just love it. Cracked. Talk about being cracked, cracking up. But that cracked me up. The first time I saw this little thing going, bloop, I was like. <laughs> 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 And then, uh, then running to the truck, and so to me that so the truck, and then who are you? What are we doing? And and then he tells me to jump, and I'm like, what? And I jump, and then the explosions, and I'm I love you, Alex Rogan. All that stuff for me was so much fun, and it it kind of has everything in it from sort of love to comedy to action to to adventure to like drama and I lo- like like my favorite line you know is like I love you Alex Rogan I just love that drama <laughs> looking up into the sky and there's explosions behind me and my hair is blowing I love all you that. totally <laughs> sold it too because that's you know that could be a corny moment and you totally sold it <laughs> uh, it was so much fun. It was so. I would imagine fun. that sequence right there too. We're talking about jumping off the truck and doing all that stuff. It'd be kind of easy to lose yourself in that you were making a movie. It'd be kind of easy to be like, you know, like a kid in a, in a, at, a at the old McDonald's uh, playground, just like you know, what I mean? like oh, we really are like cowboys and Indians here. And just, you know, you just, <laughs> it's make believe again. Like it's not movie making. It's make believe having fun again. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think a, a part of acting is, uh, you know, sort of uh, buying into the make believe and then yeah, getting it lost real in for it. yourself mm-hmm. and getting lost in it. And that's that's what um, I love it. I love make believe. You know, I it's it's like if I can take me and be Maggie, you know, um, that's what it's it's all yeah. about. It's so much fun. <laughs> I, yeah. I hate to be unoriginal, but I would say the exact same thing. I, 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 I that was my that's my favorite part too because it's it's uh, like Kathy says it's all it's it's it sort of covers everything and and that's it made that it made it easy to do like when we did that those scenes those were those were tight scenes you know they, mm-hmm. they it wasn't I, I didn't feel like I had to do anything unnatural or do anything I, had to, I didn't have to overact I didn't have to. You know, I didn't, there was no, there were a few things where it's like, oh, you need more of this. And then there were awkward things. There were corny lines that I had to say and stuff. But that, that scene was so much fun, especially the back and forth with the, with the, wait a minute, tell me what's going on. It's like, just get in the truck. Oh, no, no, I'm not going with you. No, you're not. Blah, blah, blah. You know, all that stuff. It's, it was so much fun to sort of the overlap and the action and the, and the 
just just the pace of it and everything. And it, it kind of just, I, I remember it sort of played itself, you know, it wasn't, mm. it was not a lot of, uh, you know, agonizing over, you know, do we get this line right? And, you know, that moment, it just kind of, it was just, you know? What was so much fun also was he was the beta unit. So it's like, uh, just got shot by the Xander. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, okay. If you want to come with me, you can come with me. Now you got to jump. As it all that stuff is so sort of funny because you, you, you weren't sort of acting like a normal human being. Like you were just like, okay, I have to do this now, and now I'm gonna blow myself. You know, it's great. It's so fun. And and, it, and it's funny both of you picked that because when I talk to people uh, of my age range and everything that that watched it, uh, and like I said I, I was born in '73, so I'm pushing fifty. Anybody that's watched it like me. When I say, you know, do you remember this movie? Oh, yeah, I remember that movie. It was great. You remember whenever the guy stole the truck and he, and he yeah. crashes into the alien ship? You're right. Like, yeah, you know, that scene is talked about by a lot of people, not just you guys being your favorite, but a lot of people actually remember that stands out to them. Um, that one, and I hear people talking about how the mad teenager that gets re rejected by the bank, and what does he do? Does everything that every parent says not to do, gets in a stranger's car and takes a ride right. with him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> alien abducted. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing that would have made it better was if he gave you a piece of peppermint first. You know, So, so not a question. Uh, but, but before we have to let Lance go, and, and, and we Kath might speak to us longer. But before we have to let, let Lance go, uh, I would like for both of you to to. I, I know you guys are always doing something. You don't never stop. So I want to. You to, if you have anything going on to plug, to to talk about or anything, any projects coming up, you know, theater, TV shows, movies, uh, uh, comic cons, events, anything like that, just plug it up. I'll, I'll go real quick because I don't have much to say. I just I, uh, I I did a thing called on the patient, this TV show, the patient. You know, they stream. Mm -hmm. that. You watch. I did I did a thing on that. Uh, I was I'm in one episode of that. It was that was a lot of fun, and I'm I'm going to start rehearsals for a play in about. I don't know, two weeks or something. And uh, I'm kind of, I'm pretty excited about that, but that's just in, in uh, California. Cool, um, cool. But uh, that's all. That's, that's yeah. my plug. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a, a movie that's streaming right now called Ask Me to Dance. It's a romantic comedy about um, line dancing. Um, anyway, it's a really, it's a really sweet, uh, a sweet movie that, you know, you can find it. I don't know, somewhere. <laughs> oh, you know what I did? Somebody, yeah. somebody asked me about it. it. I found the yeah. Apple. I'll find this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody asked me, and I, I, I just sent the link to Rotten Tomatoes, and it's it's there because it gets like 86% or something like that. And, right. um, yeah, otherwise I've been sort of working on kind of developing some projects of my own, doing some awesome. writing and trying to get into some directing some more. So we're, that's the direction I'm moving in at the moment, hopefully. Awesome. Um, yeah, we're yeah. learning about that algorithm stuff that you're talking about too. My wife just got um her second book published for uh she's a she's a counselor with autism. So she's she just did a dictionary of of terms, logistical terms that for everyone. So it's like a it's like a dictionary. It's called autismology. So she just got that oh. done in her first month. She sold three hundred and sixty copies. So uh, oh, yeah, nice. we're we're learning, we're learning about those algorithm things too, trying to push on that. So Yeah. That's that's really very cool. That's very cool that she's doing that. That's tough stuff, man. Um, yeah, good. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna right. roll. 
But well, um, yeah. Good Thanks to see you guys. guys. Talk to you see later, you. Kathy. Yeah, yeah, Bye, we'll have to catch up because it's Absolutely. been a while. We'll have to catch up. Okay. And All thanks right. again. Thanks again for coming on with us. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank, thank you. you guys. Sure. Thanks, have guys. A good one. Bye-bye. Yeah, you Bye-bye. too. Bye. Well, that was good. That was great. I'm trying uh, to figure out how to get off here now. <laughs> I, 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 can take, I, I can take care of that for you. I can actually get All you right. Now All right. Have to, you'll have to exit studio probably or just exit your browser, one or the other. Oh, okay. Worst case oh, yeah, studio, exit your browser. But thank, thank you again. Thank you guys. We're that was so to... much fun. Really yeah, we're looking forward again. to that weekend at Bernie's episode too. So thank you for soon. thank you for coming on and everything. And I know we we change things around to make things work. That's great. That's awesome. We have no complaints about that at all, obviously. Uh, but uh, okay. really appreciate you coming on as well with us. I and mean, it's so easy to work with. We really do. Oh yeah, it was my pleasure. Uh, and and uh, I'm sure Lance had fun too. So thanks I'll, a lot, I'll, you guys. Thank thank you. You. Have, have a good day. Yeah, for sure. Bye. Bye. All right. Everybody. That was that so was good. awesome, man. That was good. That was good. So that was that was Lance Guest and Catherine Mary Stewart of the last. Oh, we were still going. Oh, last dropping. Yeah, we're still going. And Travis is dropping f bombs. <laughs> we're off the air. You can beat me. Hey, we're gonna cut uh, that, right? <laughs> I might leave it on just so you suffer the personal humiliation for a few weeks or something. I'm, my, oh, I'm my, not humiliated. I just so, feel like you know we, we're having trying to have a family show, and I already quoted the kid on the book bed one time. Oh, but dude, it's all right. <laughs> well, see, we had to get it in there though. It's okay. Uh, my my previous guest I had on just this past week. I don't know if you if you listened to it or if you've seen it, but it was Jeffrey Blake. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I hadn't caught that one yet. He's the one that uh, I told you played in Young Guns as McCloskey, and he was yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Did uh, the Jenny's abusive boyfriend and Forrest Gump, and he was in. Gosh, man, he was in three Ron Howard films, three Robert Zemeckis films. Uh, he's uh, so there was Apollo thirteen, there was Contact, there was Ed TV, there was Frost Nixon, there was Castaway, Forrest Gump, and of course there was Young Guns. Uh, he's been in. As a matter of fact, he is in the pickup truck. I meant to bring this up earlier, and I didn't do it about how people have cameos in movies at a young age. You were he was in the pickup truck guy. when Maggie was, he was in the back. I'm pretty sure he's no. I'm, I'm pretty sure he. Yeah, he's the blonde guy. I think in there in the pickup because yeah. it's in it's in the thing that he's a bit part in. He's one of the guys in the truck. And if I look at him at that young age and just picture him now, I, I can see the comparison of seeing me and him. And I don't know. Uh, someone told me that the blonde girl in there was Amanda Wiss, or that's uh, Wiss or Weiss. I forget how she pronounces it. Uh, or, but I mean, uh, so that's and she went on to play in like Elm Street and gosh, a few other movies. Uh, I'm drawing right. a blank. I'm drawing a blank on them right now. But she's been in quite a few things. But back to what we're doing today, though. This was such a fun show, uh, you know, because me personally, I'm always trying to fit Last Starfighter in every time I get a chance. I mean, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> To have them both on, dude. Have, oh my gosh, to get Lance and Kate. She told us. She told us she was going to do it. She did. She, she said that she would. She would give us on eventually. And uh, when I talked to her about it, and she said, uh, she, I, I asked her, would she forward my information to him so I can maybe see if he'll come on and do a last Starfighter show with us? And yep. she, she had the idea of, hey, why don't both of us group up and we'll have a group conversation about it? And I was like, you know, I, I can't say no to that. That's awesome. No doubt. So we're we're gonna work this out, and we uh, we worked everything out with the date and everything. And I'm gonna start calling her. I'm gonna start calling her. I, I'm gonna give her a title. I'm gonna start calling her Dame. Remains to it, like like Dame Judy Dench. Like she's that. She's having that high esteem from us. She's yeah. Dame Catherine Mary Stewart now. 
There you go. There you go. All right, well, let me go. Let's go ahead and get it out there where you can get the podcast and everything. Where everybody, wherever you get your podcast at, uh, you will find us out there. We are on iTunes. We are on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're hosted on Anchor.fm. If you go to Anchor.fm, you do have the ability to leave us voice messages on there. Whether you have something you want to say about the podcast you just listened to and heard. Uh, if you have any messages you want to get to us about something you'd like to see or a correction if we mess something up, uh, that is all good. And believe me, I don't mind being corrected. I was just corrected two weeks ago, finally, for the first time by somebody. We had done a Roadhouse show, me and another guy, uh, who's Travis knows, Ray Franklin. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did Roadhouse, and Travis McKenna from Roadhouse reached out to me. He was one of the bouncers in the movie. And had told me where we had messed up a couple of names and would just give me a correction on who was who. And also who it was we couldn't remember. And that led to me getting him on the next show and talking with him, which was great. So cool. So, so, cool. so I mean, uh, if you've had a chance to hear that one, he's got a lot of great stories. He's worked with a lot of fun people. I was I started listening to that episode on the way to work. And I was like, all right, I'm going to put this back on when everything calms down. And got we... Well, I was further into it than that, but the last thing I remember <clears throat> was Ray talking about how much we kind of you. Well, both of you were talking about how much we. Looking back, it's kind of like we forget there were so many wrestlers and so many movies back then. Yeah, uh, we brought it up because of Terry Funk being one of the original bouncers in the bar that got right, fired, right, and being kind of cut up like he was. He was he was more fit than he was in in his ring in ring performances. It seemed yeah. like. Yeah, and uh, Travis McKenna had already worked with Terry Funk on a previous movie as well. But not to mm-hmm. mention, uh, he'd also was somebody who had walked wrestlers to the ring. Uh, mm-hmm. He was one of the bodyguards that walked Hulk Hogan in WrestleMania two against King Kong Bundy in the cage match. He's got a magazine with a picture of him and behind Hulk Hogan. He's, they're walking him down and uh, got him to autograph it for him and everything, which is cool. But, um, yeah, anywhere, if you can leave us a voicemail, a message if you want to, but anything, go ahead and do that. You can reach uh, the show at retrolife4u at gmail.com and always respond to everything. So if you send me something, I will get back with you on it. Uh, I'm on Instagram with this and also on Facebook as well. So, uh, Travis, man, I'm glad you were able to make it back this week. Oh man, me too. Oh, I wasn't uh, gonna miss this. I was not gonna miss this. I, I would have, I would have drugged another computer into the room or something if I couldn't have got this working. Like yeah. I wouldn't miss this for nothing. Waking up, my voice being crazy too. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I was freaking out, man. That you guys don't know. This is for, so for some behind the scene kind of stuff. I talked to him before the show started, and he uh-huh. sounded like he was going through puberty again or something. <laughs> I did, boy. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> It was, uh, <laughs> it was it was it was really crazy. But we got one more. We're gonna get you back on here soon for sure. If we can ever get uh, the date and everything settled on, mm-hmm. uh, and I know you know which one it is. I don't want to say anything and give it away or anything, but um, I know I know, I know you know which one I'm talking about. So, uh, and I'll, be anybody, I'll be on here for more than that too. Though we got we got more LOTR uh, episodes to do, and I'm getting a, I'm getting a bug and is is as easy as this has become for me now with, with getting StreamYard across platforms, uh, I will be here more often. Well, we got, well, I, I got to get you here more often or I got to find me another co-host to come on for full time and get you as, <laughs> get you as part, get you as part time. Let you be like, yeah. the, hey, you, you can be like the rock. You can have part time status. Speaking of wrestling. Oh yeah. I get them beanies and yeah, then you can you. be like, finally. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, you can have your part-time status if I can get someone to be able to report. I, I, I got to have that person to bounce things off of, you know. Right. Crazy. But uh, anyway, that being said, we'll go ahead and cut this on out of here. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. We hope you enjoyed everything. Travis, thanks for being here again this week, man. Hope you're and may the, tell them, you got to sign off with May the what be with you. Oh, I'm sorry. Not no, I, we, we were supposed to tell this. Not the force. We were supposed to say this to Lance before you left, but to all you Starfighter fans who are listening to this episode and watching it, may the luck of the seven pillars of Cthulhu be with you at all times. There you go. Whoa. <laughs>